Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. It's definitely been a little while since I posted my last podcast episode for you guys. I know during this time, there doesn't really need to be any explanations for not doing something or not uploading or posting or anything, but I thought it was important to take a break from writing and uploading podcast content to focus on myself and the things that were happening around me and the world today. I was on a good schedule of uploading podcasts weekly for you guys, but I did skip one or two weeks to really stop and reflect. Nevertheless, I am back now for a new podcast episode. I did want to first address that even though the posting of the Black Lives Matter movement is slowly dying down on social media, it doesn't mean that we should stop talking about it and stop sharing it. And even though I won't be directly addressing anything about the movement in this podcast episode, I will, as I have been doing, continue to put links to petitions you can sign and organizations you can donate to towards alleviation of the current events regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. Also, for those of you guys who are new to this podcast, hello and welcome. I actually did my last podcast episode regarding diversity in the fashion industry and how we can improve from here on out, so definitely check that out if that interests you. I love talking about all things fashion on this podcast, but I do definitely want my podcast content to stay relevant with issues that are currently happening around us. So whether that's COVID-19 or the Black Lives Matter movement, these are all topics that I have discussed at some point or another in one of my podcast episodes. So moving forward in this episode, I wanted to get into the main topic at hand, which was actually something that somebody suggested on Instagram, so it's one of you guys. And I hold Instagram stories on my personal Instagram account, sometimes asking you guys what you would like to hear in these episodes. And someone did offer the idea to talk about working in a company versus working for yourself. Now, when I first read this suggestion, I didn't really think much of it, to be honest, because it is a very specific topic compared to the, you know, more general things that I have discussed on this podcast. But when I was going forward with drafting this episode and doing my research, I was really drawn to this topic and thought it would actually be something really interesting to talk about. I know in this day and age, there are a lot of young people out there with immense entrepreneurial spirit and it's becoming almost like a quote-unquote trend for young people to start their own businesses, myself included. And whether or not they are successful in doing so is hard to say, but for the most part, everyone desires to have their own brand or company at some point in their lives. So on the one hand, I've had multiple experiences working in a company, and ever since my first job at Chipotle to now working in an internship with two big companies and organizations, on the other hand, in terms of working for myself, it's a little harder to say. I'm sure you've heard the phrase thrown around somewhere that you are your own brand, and that is the exact idea I'm trying to resonate with you guys right now. In today's society, companies are not only the ones with brands, because now people can be their own brands as well. Especially with the presence of social media and the internet, the only real difference is that companies work to sell a product, but in terms of people, we ourselves are the products. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying here that we're all in this world to sell ourselves, but rather we're branding ourselves and advertising ourselves and promoting ourselves to the world. I don't know about you guys, but when I came into full realization of myself as a brand, a lot of green lights kind of went off and I just felt 10 times more accomplished and successful. Because yes, I don't have my own company or startup, at least of right now, but I am working for something even greater than that and that is myself. So for any of you listening to this right now and have felt like you're not doing enough because you're not out there starting your own companies or businesses, stop being so hard on yourself and just work on yourself and being the best version of yourself 
and you will already accomplish so much towards being your own brand. So that's my little inspirational speech of the day, and surely there's definitely more to come in this episode. But anyway, getting back to the main point of this episode, the whole realization that I am my own brand made me feel qualified to speak as someone who is working for myself, because every day, without even knowing it, I am trying to better myself and educate myself for my personal brand. And there is also a small part of it being that I do post on Instagram and I have this podcast as a representation of who I am and my beliefs. So in terms of working in a company versus working for yourself, which one is better and what are the pros and cons? Well, that's what I hope to discuss in this episode today, as well as give you guys my two cents on which one I prefer and what I see for myself in the future. To start with the one I'm more experienced with, I wanted to talk to you guys about working in a company. But firstly, I wanted to mention that even within working in a company, there are so many distinctions to be made because I'll be the first to say that working in a small company versus working in a big company can be and are very different experiences. What I have dealt with more is working with smaller companies, so that's where a lot of my personal experiences are going to be coming from. I found that there is actually more good than bad whilst working in a smaller company. To start, there's more visibility and flexibility, and some might say that I'm stating the obvious, but I feel like it should be said anyway. Since small companies have smaller teams, it's going to be a lot easier for you to get noticed and seen by your superiors and higher-ups than it would be in a bigger company. And I found this to be especially true while I interned for the smaller companies because oftentimes, I would even be sitting in the same room as the big bosses, which was a little nerve-wracking, but you get that added advantage of being noticed and seen by those high-up people. With more visibility, obviously, also comes the opportunity for more advancements in a smaller organization, and who would say no to promotions? I also mentioned more flexibility as well, as I found this one to be one of the best perks of working for small companies. Especially since I am a full-time student, but also working part-time, flexible hours have been the biggest thing that I crave for when I'm looking for work experience because it can be really hard to balance school and work. So in the past, and even now, I've had some pretty wacky work schedules and hours, and I'm super grateful for those companies that, you know, did let me take on such weird hours or else I wouldn't have been able to manage school and do personal work on the side. But don't get me wrong guys, even with short work days or flexible hours, I will never let myself fall behind on work and I always work to my fullest potential when it is like working time. So I really suggest that for any of you considering doing internships with two to three days a week to really work your hardest on those days and to show your boss or supervisor that even though you're working for only those two to three days, that you can get just as much work done if you were working, you know, for five days a week. That is something that I always strive to prove because I don't want to fall short or disappoint anyone. Another really big pro of working with smaller companies is there is just so much opportunity to make close connections with your coworkers and to actually, you know, become friends with them rather than just sitting in the office and just having to work next to them. If you listen to any of my past episodes about internships, you know that I have made some of my best connections through working at a small company um, with people both on a personal level and in a career capacity as well. I've never minded working in a small company because it really gave me a chance to build some great friendships in my internships. The smallest company I worked for had a total of, you know, like six or seven people working there and it was just such an amazing experience to become close to these people and still have connections to them even till this day. 
So take it from me guys, it is a very rewarding experience to know everyone and to be able to have personable conversations with the people that you work with. Oh, actually, another thing I wanted to mention about small companies that I found during my time um, to be super beneficial is the room to gain experience in a variety of areas. I would actually have to say that this is a close second to being one of the top pros of working in a smaller company. From my experience personally, I've been able to test the waters of various different areas in the industry beyond just the role that I was given because there weren't that many people in a company. And that is something that I will forever be grateful for because it allowed me to test the waters of other roles in the fashion industry without having, you know, to quit my job or switch companies. It's the best way to learn how to do different things and it also gives you the opportunity for your employer to learn more about you and what you can do. I always look forward to when my supervisors ask me if I know how to do something and if I do, I willingly take on more tasks so they're aware that I'm capable of doing other things as well. And there are even some times where I'll be asked if I know how to do something. And even if I don't, I've been super lucky to have supervisors who will take the time to actually teach me how to do something so I can do it the next time around. Small little experiences like this are extremely heartwarming and they make me want to come to work and to actually enjoy what I'm doing. Honestly, I've noticed throughout all of my podcast episodes talking about my work experience, I've tended to make it all sound like it's all sunshine and rainbows, which for the most part it is for me, but there are also some rough times as well, so it's important to recognize that fact and I just thought it was worth mentioning because I didn't want people to think that I've only ever had like amazing experiences. That's actually where the cons of working for a small company come in, but the fact that it was a lot harder to come up with the cons rather than the pros definitely tells you something. One of the main drawbacks I think that comes with working for a small company that I have come to experience is the greater likelihood of menial tasks. And if you guys have listened to past episodes before, you know that I'm well accustomed to doing menial tasks in every internship that I've taken on so far and... I never complain about them because it's a necessary evil. When you're working for a smaller company with a smaller number of employees, you will find yourself tending to a lot of small tasks that just about everyone has to do at some point in the company. In my past internships, I would see people with higher up positions still doing the same small tasks and that just all comes with a small company because there aren't that many employees specializing in little things. And I think I also mentioned this before, but one of my past bosses would always tell me that if I wasn't there to be doing these small tasks for them, she would actually be doing it herself. So there's that. Of course, I never complain about having to do menial tasks, nor do I dread doing them as much as some other people might. But obviously, when given the choice to do them or not, I would choose not to. So that's just like a major thing that I found while working for small companies, but as you guys have gathered, it's not something that is a big deal for me. But it might just be a big deal breaker for you guys. Working in a smaller company, sometimes there can always be very limited growth opportunities and the option to transfer to other departments may be limited or even, you know, non-existent. Being that it is a smaller company, every aspect has been basically minimized, including the people who can serve as mentors and the opportunities for promotions as well. For me personally, I didn't really experience this because I've been taking on very temporary roles as an intern. But I'm assuming that there may be less opportunities to join the company after an internship if it is a small one. That's just my two cents, but I thought it would be worth mentioning. So if you're like me and still in that phase where you just want to intern around to test the waters of different roles and positions, then working with a smaller company as opposed to a big company wouldn't really be much of a difference in terms of growth opportunities. 
Everything that I said and mentioned was kind of just my opinion about working in a company based on my firsthand experience, but you guys might have your own opinions based on your own work experiences. But yeah, for those of you who are a little bit unfamiliar with working in a company or haven't worked in a company before, I just hope that puts some things into perspective for you. Now, getting into working for yourself, which I genuinely find so intriguing, and I don't know if you guys feel the same. As I mentioned before, we are all in one way or another working for ourselves to better our own brands and the brands being ourselves. So that is just what I'll kind of be focusing on and talking about when I talk in terms of working for myself, but I think I also have the added concept of being a podcast host for my own podcast, so in that way, I am kind of working for myself as well. Just to get into it, I've definitely been able to experience this concept of working for myself a lot more ever since I've been in quarantine, and I think that's due to the fact that I've been able to focus on myself a lot more and do projects that, you know, I personally want to pursue all while working from home and in the comfort of my room. It's been a great three to four months now that I've been working from my room, doing everything from interning to starting my own podcast. And of course, there are times when I'm going to miss going to the office or sitting in a public cafe with a lot of people doing work. But for the most part, I kind of really admired the whole work from home thing. Since I've had three to four months of working from home, that also means that I've had a lot of trial and error to see what kind of work worked out for me and what didn't. Throughout this period of time, I created a schedule for myself that I've been following almost every day and I recommend you guys all do that, especially if you're continuing to stay at home during this time and do work. My tip is to create a schedule for yourself that you're going to follow every day and hold yourself accountable to, you know, like finish those things on your schedule. Also something that I've mentioned countless times over and over that it has helped me and it's my bullet journal, but Any list tracker really could work. But anyway, back to the idea of working for yourself, I think whether or not you are successful in doing this all depends on what kind of person you are. And I'll give you an example and not to like hype myself up or anything, but I am a naturally driven person. What I mean by this is when I want to start something or do something, I'll get on it right away and I won't stop and can't stop thinking about it until I've done it. Now this can be a good thing but sometimes it's also not the best thing because it just makes me a very anxious person who has a lot of stuff on my plate. You can definitely ask my friends but whenever I have an idea or something that I want to start and get really serious about, I'll get on it right away and I won't stop pursuing it until I've basically accomplished what I wanted to do. Going back to what I was saying, if you're not naturally someone who is determined and has the drive to do stuff, then Working for yourself will prove to be a little bit more challenging because you're essentially going to be your own boss and you're going to need to motivate yourself to get work done. I mean, even me being a pretty driven person, I do get lazy sometimes and I procrastinate, so there's that as well. Working for yourself definitely does give you more job security than working for someone else because in your own company, there's less risk, more control, and greater rewards for yourself, obviously. You are in complete control and who doesn't love to be in control? Obviously, there are many things that can be bad about working for yourself as well as the fact that it can be frustrating, scary, and difficult. But the best part of it is that it is the ultimate way to work with personal freedom. I found this really insightful article on the interwebs called 27 Things That Are Far Better About Working for Yourself Than Working for The Man. And I'll include it in the show notes of this episode so you guys can read it for yourself if you're interested. But anyway, based on the 10 straight minutes that I've been talking now about working for a company versus working for yourself, there are really pros and cons to both ways of working. What you prefer is really based on what kind of person you are and how you like to work. 
For me personally, at this point in my life, I really find comfort in working in a company environment with other people in the industry that I can meet and make connections with. I definitely know that at some point in my life, um, I would love to be able to work for myself, but just as of now, I just don't think that's where my life is headed. As you guys probably know, these past few months have been really big wake-up call for me especially in terms of my future and my career path something that i wanted to always remind myself is that nothing is set in stone and things will always change just because i had a certain expectation of what my life was going to become doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to play out that way and the sooner you guys realize that for yourselves the happier you will be there are some who will say that those who work for themselves are more successful than those who work for a company and i honestly think that couldn't be farther from the truth you can be equally if not more successful if you work in a company and you know vice versa it's all a matter of like what you make out of your experiences i really enjoyed talking about this topic on today's episode and it was refreshing for me to come back onto this podcast and give you guys my usual podcast content as always i want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing This episode idea was from one of you guys, so don't forget that if you ever have any ideas for future episodes, to give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. Anyway, see you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.